This, this morning, you're in for a special treat. Um, once a year, the licensed practitioners get to do a Sunday service. So we take over, and sometimes we're pretty creative. Uh, last year, you might remember, we had a skit where I was wearing a pink fuzzy bathrobe and curlers. <laughs> this year, I'm a little bit more dignified. and uh, <laughs> So what we're going to be doing this morning is uh, a little skit where Nancy Ashley is going to be an instructor or answering questions, kind of facilitating a question and answer session. Annette Bolster, Al Kaufman, and Arlene Mosher are individuals who are interested in finding out more about what a practitioner does. And then Star, Kate, Bill, and myself are going to be uh, practitioners. We're going to help answer these questions. So I hope you have a little fun with this one. So I understand that the three of you are, would like to become practitioners, and you've probably taken some classes already, uh, have a little bit of information about this, but what do you think a practitioner is? <laughs> no, you can't have mine. <laughs> well, I think a practitioner is someone you go to when you're stuck and you need a little help. Well, that's true. Uh, Bill, would you like to expand on that? Yes, that, yes, that is true. Um, and when you do go to a practitioner for help, you know that you're going to someone who is uh, highly qualified because they have gone through extensive training and uh, classes about approximately four years and lots of examinations, uh, lots of um, experiential training as well. So, um, uh, and something I would like to add, and it may, might confuse some people, is the initials after, you'll notice in the bulletin, the initials after our name is RSCP, and that stands for Religious Science Practitioner. And Kate, would you like to add to that, please? Yes. Yes, in order to become a licensed practitioner, we have um, examinations, like Bill said. We also do an oral examination that we do with other practitioners and other ministers. But then once we become licensed, that doesn't stop our training. We continue to study the science of mind. We continue to study our own use of mind so that we recognize the thoughts within ourselves that support life and the thoughts within ourselves that we're willing to let go of because they're not supporting life. Um, every two years, we do a relicensing process where we speak with our minister. We talk about um, the work that we do in the community, uh, what our own personal ministry is. Um, we um, document and prove that we are active, loyal, and supporting members of our spiritual community. Um, but I, I believe that being a practitioner is really about um, knowing the truth and be willing to, and then willing to speak the truth that we know. Um, a practitioner's work is done in truth. And so I think our, uh, we have a pledge that we uh, take to become a practitioner that I think says it best. And it's upside down. <laughs> now I can read. <clears throat> As a professional practitioner, I passionately pledge my time, energy, and power through spiritual mind treatment to the healing of every person and situation for which I am called upon for assistance.
Thank you, Kate. And I'm surprised, Kate, being such a wonderful practitioner that I know you are, that you couldn't read that upside down. <laughs> I commit myself to daily meditation and treatment in order that I may remain conscious of the presence of God in all things and all I think, say, and do. I maintain an awareness of the spiritual identity of every person and know that the truth of all of us is perfect God, perfect person, perfect being. And I would just like to point out that part of the relicensing uh, for Bill includes that this year he is becoming practitioner emeritus, which means he's had 20 years of continuous service. And, and we will be celebrating that later this summer, but it means that we think he's already got it at this point. <laughs> so, um, why, do, why do you think you would go to see a practitioner? Annette? Well, I would go to see a practitioner so the practitioner can fix my life. Because there's a lot of things in my life that show up the way I don't want them to show up. And I think the fa practitioner with all this training should be able to fix it. Well, good luck. <laughs> Cheryl? Well, I've got bad news and good news. <laughs> so bad news first. Practitioners don't fix anything. But there's a lot of good news. A licensed practitioner knows that the person sitting, they're sitting with and working with is just as capable, just as creative, and just as powerful as any other licensed practitioner. The difference is we've had training. And Ernest Holmes said that trained thought is more powerful than untrained thought. So a practitioner, a licensed practitioner, is like a spiritual coach. And what we do is help a person identify the beliefs under the thought patterns that are creating conditions in their life that they don't want. And then, through several tools, we help that person shift those beliefs so that their thought patterns will change and they'll create something more acceptable or what they want in their life. And Star is going to tell you about some of those tools. Yes, we use many spiritual tools here in the science of mind, um, some of which being contemplation, where we do a lot of self-reflection. Um, we also do education. Obviously, we take classes and train and read books and all that good stuff. Um, there's meditation, which we all know about. Um, but more specifically, our, our tool that we use the most here in Science of Mind is affirmative prayer. You heard it referred to as spiritual mind treatment in the practitioner code. And affirmative prayer, well... Nancy, what is affirmative <laughs> prayer? Arlene? Positive thinking. <laughs> this is going to reach. It's wrapped around me here. So, yes, it is certainly positive thinking, and positive thinking is uh, much more likely to get us in the direction that we want to go. But there's a little bit more than that. Well, affirmative prayer is more than positive thinking because affirmative prayer works with what Cheryl was talking about. So we believe that what's out here is because of what's 
in here. And so as a practitioner helps us to find those beliefs that maybe are manifesting things that we're not extremely happy about, we use affirmative prayer as a tool to put a new thought in our mind. And so it's really not about praying to something outside of ourself that will bring us some good that we don't already have. It's really about changing our own mind and telling ourselves a new story And then we also bring in that what Ernest Holmes called the fire in the belly. So when we use affirmative prayer, if we can get as much passion involved in that as possible, because I'm pretty sure that the stuff we're manifesting right now, we probably put a lot of passion into that too. So we want to put some passion into creating what we want. So that's what affirmative prayer can be used for. So so we've learned a little bit about what a practitioner is and why we would want to go to a practitioner. And... Now, I'd like to know what's with those stoles here. What does that indicate? Well, first of all, it identifies to the congregants that we are, in fact, licensed practitioners and have gone through the training and that we are always available after the service um, and throughout the week that we are doing the prayer work um, on a daily basis for everyone that's put in a prayer request and that we are doing uh, service on a regular basis to our community. So, um, Bill? Yes, well, what this means to me is and to put it in simple words, seek truth, oneness, love, eternality. Thank you. Well, my take on it is spirit takes on loving essence. Well, I see spirit transforms our life experiences. Well, I like to think of it as surrender to our loving essence. So I want to say that stole stands for stop thinking only limited expressions. Well, for me, the anagram means shine the one light everywhere. And for me, is seeing that only love exists. Together, seeing Seeing that that only love exists. And I have one more. Would everybody join me, please? Seriously taking over Mary's empire. (laughs) But we know that the real truth is seeing that only love exists. Um, but is there anyone, do, does anyone have any questions about what we've gone through here? We'd be happy to answer any questions, large or small. Just call on us. Anyone? Thank you.
So let us pray. And as we close our eyes, let us bring our attention to that center, that heart space within every single one of us, that space of unity with that one magnificent power, that infinite presence, that power and presence that is everywhere, all the time, magnificent beyond comprehension. And this power and presence is the creator of all that he is. That includes me. I'm created out of the magnificence of God, a beloved, cherished child. And what is true for me is true for everybody gathered here. For everybody is a beautiful light of that magnificence of God, of the love of God, the joy of God, the peace of God, of all the attributes of God that are dwelling at the center of every single one of us. So I'm grateful for this time together. I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for God expressing in through and as every single one of us. So I affirm as we step back out into the world that love that is present here in this room is going with us. And as we practice, as we remember that we are the love of God expressing out into the world, we are blessed. We're blessing everybody that we come in contact with. And as we are actively being that joy of God, our load is lifted. The world is transformed. Our lives are transformed to truly live our lives to the glory and the power of God. So I know that this time together is blessed, that we're blessed by remembering that we are the magnificence of God. We are the love, the joy, the power, the peace, the abundance of God in physical form. So I'm grateful for the awareness of this truth. And with gratitude, I release my word into the action and activity of the law, the law that always, always says yes. I know it is done. And together we say, and so it is. Okay, now is the time for our conscious giving. And I would like um, for you to um, raise up your gifts to your heart, whether it be the checks, money, or your gifts of talents, time, whatever they are. Raise them up to your heart, that sacred place, to be blessed, to be expressed And so I'd like you to repeat with me, I consciously now give with an attitude of gratitude. I consciously now give with an attitude of gratitude. Knowing that as I give, give, so do I richly receive. So do I richly receive. And so it is. And will the...